Hey, what's up, everybody? For your fix of fitness, health, life, and laughs, you know where it's at. That's right, it's at the podcast with your host, yours truly, Adam Pullman. Hello and welcome to the podcast. This is the show where all of your health, fitness, and nutrition questions are answered by your host and fitness coach, Adam Pullman, which is me. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about three different strategies that you can utilize to have an easier time losing body fat. All right. So that's our question that is answered today in this episode. Now, if you have a health, fitness, or nutrition question that you would like to have answered here on the show, here's how you go about having that answered. Find me on Instagram. My handle is Adam underscore Pullman Fit. And then keep an eye on my stories throughout the week. I'll do Q&As in there. So you'll see a little question box that comes up that says, ask me a question. That is your green light to submit as many health, fitness, and nutrition questions as you would like. Okay. Now I'll answer them briefly there on the story. Keep in mind that those stories are 15 second clips. All right. So that doesn't deliver the whole context of the answer, which is why I take some of those questions questions and answer them here in the show like I am today. So that that question that you give will be answered there in the story and then in long form in detail here on the show. All right. So that's how you go ahead and do that. Now, if you are new to me, to the show, to coaching, to Pullman Fitness, anything in that realm whatsoever, welcome. Okay. If um, you enjoy this episode, make sure you share it with your friends and family. And then if you'd be so kind, leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. That's a great way for um, uh, us to have an increased reach, to reach more people, to help them with their health, fitness, and nutrition so they can get specific answers instead of just the general ones that Google will give you. All right. So, and if you're listening to, and you haven't given the show a rating and review yet, that would be greatly appreciated. All right. Now moving on. So I was at, um, a friend's house this last, let's see. Yeah, it was this last weekend. And, um, the last time my wife and I had been there, you know, they were kind of like remodeling a little bit, adjusting things. So they were kind of walking us through the house and whatnot. And of course they're like, well, you know, here's the pantry. It's pretty big. And I'm like, that is freaking big. Um, but I noticed they had magic spoon in there, which was awesome. And, uh, he and I were talking about it. My friend and I were talking about it and he was like, yeah, I really just enjoy it for, you know, a quick, a quick little like thing on the go. Like if I'm running late to work or if I need to get out the door quick and I need some easy, fast protein, Magic Spoon's the way to go. And I was like, yes, dude, that's exactly what I use it for. All right. So Magic Spoon is a delicious high protein cereal that reminds you of the stuff that you grew up with as a kid. All right. Now, listen, it's high protein. Okay. Um, So it's not going to be 70 cents a box. (laughs) That's that's, uh, one of the biggest DMs or the most common DMs I get about Magic Spoon. They're like, well, you know why? It's just way more expensive than regular cereal. Absolutely. That's why beef costs more than rice because it's protein. You're paying for the protein, all right? Um, So if you are interested in Magic Spoon and trying out some of their amazing flavors, I highly recommend the Fruity, all right? Um, Also, it's really high-quality protein, not just like the crap protein. It's really high-quality whey isolate protein. Um, Go ahead and go to magicspoon.com, and then use the code PullmanFit at checkout for $5 off of your order, all right? Now, I was talking with another friend. This is actually funny that this happened in the same week. And he was talking about the Mir products that he ordered. He was like, 
dude, I love the coffee canister. I love my little tumbler. Um, and one of my clients that just started working with, with me, she had received hers. That's usually the, uh, a gift that I get for um, clients that I'm working with here and there. So uh, if you want to check out Mir's products that are great for the environment, that are made from recycled plastics and stuff like that, and that keep your drinks cold or hot for a very long period of time, uh, go ahead and go to Mir, M-I-I-R, M-I-I-R.com and use the code Adam Pullman 20 for 20% off. Big fat discount there. Uh, 20% off at checkout. So make sure you go ahead and check out the affiliates here um, and uh, try out some of their products if you're interested in one or both of those things. Now, if you're new and you haven't had a chance to get some of the valuable free information here at Pullman Fitness, some of the stuff that I write for you, um, go ahead and check out pullmanfitness.com slash free. That's P-O-E-H-L-M-A-N-N fitness.com slash free. And you can get tons of valuable free information, free resources, free guides um, that you can download right to your device. Okay, again, that's pullmanfitness.com slash free. Today's question is from jet underscore Richardson 96. And his question is, what are the top three ways of burning body fat? That's a great question. So I'm going to rephrase it a little bit and I'll tell you why. So instead of going through the top three ways to lose body fat, I'm going to tell you the one and only way to lose body fat and then a few different things that you can do to make that method more effective. All right. So by the way, if you want a, a free guide to like sustainable fat loss, message me on Instagram with fat loss. So send fat loss to me on Instagram and I'll send you that, that free guide. Okay. Um, so if you want to lose body fat, the main and only way that it's going to happen is through a caloric deficit over time. Now, what that means, all that means is that over a period of time, there are more calories being expended, there are more calories being burned than there are being taken in, or you can view it as less calories being consumed than there are being burned. Okay. That calorie deficit has to be in place. Weight gain, weight loss, specifically fat gain, fat loss is, is when you reduce it down to its simplest form, calories in versus calories out. Okay. People will deny that and say it's hormones. It's this, it's the type of foods. It's not, it's calories in versus calories out, but those other things certainly play a role. Okay. Now, one would then say, okay, in order to make the deficit larger, which would then potentially lead to greater fat loss, we can do one of two things, right? We either reduce calories, we increase activity, or we do both. And that's often what people do. They decrease calories, increase activity. And there's nothing inherently wrong with that whatsoever. The only thing that you have to remember here is the long game. Whatever method you decide to use to get to the state that you want to be in, you will have to maintain to keep that state, that physical state. If the method is unsustainable, the results are unsustainable. Okay. So you have to keep that in mind. If the methods are unsustainable, the results are unsustainable. So if you go ahead and say, all right, I'm going to eat 500 calories a day or a thousand calories a day, and I'm going to run on the treadmill for an hour a day. You have to ask yourself, is that sustainable for me long-term? 99.9% .9 of the time, that's going to be a no. Okay. So we have to think about the long game. So one thing that people don't consider is that not only can we move more to burn more calories, but we can actually teach our body to burn more calories on its own without more manual movements. So we have manual calorie burn and automatic calorie burn, meaning 
the manual calorie burn that you do through activity, and the automatic being your metabolic rate, the amount of calories that your body uses to keep you alive and functioning. So if you just woke up, stayed in bed, kept your eyes open, didn't move a muscle, your body would burn whatever your metabolic rate is. That would be your basal metabolic rate. Calories burned at rest. You can actually increase that over time through strength training or resistance training. Now, when I say resistance training, there can be tons of different forms of resistance training. Bands, body weight, uh, cables, machines, free weights. All that matters is when you are doing the resistance training, you are doing it with the intention to build muscle and get stronger. Okay, so that's the first thing is resistance training. That's number one. Now, some of you might be thinking, okay, well, my goal is not to build muscle. My goal is not to get stronger. My goal is to lose body fat. I get that. But those two things are going to help you lose the body fat that you want to lose. Okay, you're not going to look bulkier. You're not going to look big. It's not going to, it's not going to, um, you know, negatively impact your fat loss goal. Fat loss is largely done through nutrition, but this is something that helps a ton. You have to make less nutritional adjustments when your body is burning more calories at rest, right? So you are resistance training with the intent to get stronger and to build muscle. Whether or not that happens in the end, that's your intent as you are lifting. Usually that's best done with free weights, sometimes machines and cables as well. Doesn't mean it can't be done with body weight. Doesn't mean it can't be done with, band, um, with bands, but usually free weights, machines, cables are usually going to be the best ways to do that, specifically free weights. Okay. Now, so resistance training is the first thing that strength and the muscle that you will potentially gain will potentially help you burn more calories at rest. So let's say you started out and you were burning 1500 calories at rest, and then you end up burning 1800 calories at rest later on. That would mean you have 300 more calories that you're able to consume throughout the day without gaining excess body fat, which also means that you can make a smaller reduction to lose body fat without being deprived, without restricting, without feeling like it's completely unsustainable. So resistance training is going to be absolutely key. Resistance training is number one, okay? Now let's go through number two and then on to number three, okay? Number two is going to be this, sticking to, as best as you can, whole natural nutrient-dense foods, real food. Now that doesn't mean that, you know, because here's the thing, a lot of people will say, oh, well, you can eat Twinkies you know, look at the Kansas State professor that did the whole Twinkie thing on himself, the whole study on himself where he just ate Twinkies or hostess snacks every three hours or whatever it was. And he lost like 20 some pounds. There's no doubt that you can eat like total crap and lose body fat because it's just calories in versus calories out. But you also have to consider what's most optimal for your overall health because having a leaner body composition is only one element of overall health out of hundreds. Only one element. It's not everything. So you have to make sure that you're prioritizing your internal health, your gut health, your digestive health, your energy, um, your micronutrient intake, all that stuff. So number two is stick with whole natural nutrient dense foods, at least 80% of the time. I recommend 80 to 90 to 100% of the time. Obviously, 100% is completely unrealistic unless you're some sort of psychopath and you don't have ice cream and you hate your life for some reason. Um, <clears throat> but 80-20 rule is a good rule to follow generally. 80% of the time you're pursuing whole natural nutrient dense foods. 20% of the time, you're kind of just having whatever you want. That might include some junk here and there. Now you might be thinking, okay, well, if I can eat whatever I want and lose body fat, doesn't that mean I could potentially eat extremely healthy and gain body fat because of calories in versus calories out? Yes, absolutely. And that's why 
Tracking is extremely important to make sure you're not doing that, in my opinion, but that doesn't mean you have to do that. And that's why I make number two, number two, which is whole natural nutrient dense foods, because when you are eating real food and you are eating it with purpose and intention and you're eating it slowly and you're trying to eat until you're satiated, the, the real food gives you real feedback. Hyper palatable, highly processed foods are engineered and designed to make you want to eat more. You would be highly mistaken if you believe that there were not people working for Doritos that aren't trying to figure out the perfect crunch, the perfect texture, the way it like kind of dissolves in your mouth, how long the flavor stays around. It's a whole science to get you to try to eat more. Why do you think it's set up to a point where you feel like you just can't eat one chip? Because it's made that way. Real food is not really made that way. It's a lot harder to do that. Okay. There are things that taste good. There are things that sweet, the things that'll make you eat more of. Uh, make you want to eat more of it, but not to the point of hyper, uh, hyper palatable, highly processed food. Great example is potatoes, right? A lot of people like potatoes. I love potatoes. I love potato chips as well. It would be far easier for me to down a family sized bag of potato chips in one sitting than it would to eat three to five whole baked potatoes. If you've ever had a baked potato before, you know what I'm talking about. Sometimes one medium sized baked potato is a lot. It sits in there pretty well. So you have to consider that it's going to reduce your likelihood of overconsuming when you're pursuing whole natural nutrient dense foods, not to mention that because they're natural foods, like I said, they're going to be more nutrient dense. You're going to get your micronutrient intake. You're likely going to have a better overall balanced intake of nutrients, macro and micro, and that is going to impact your overall health and the healthier that your body is internally, the higher the likelihood is that it's going to want to do what you're trying to get it to do externally, which is lose body fat. So pursue health with that. So one, resistance training. Two, whole natural foods, at least 80% of the time, 20% or less, whatever you want to do there. Kind of have whatever you want in there. Now, I kind of want to make a, 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 a point, like a number two sub point A with that one. Um, as far as eating whole natural nutrient dense foods, make sure you're prioritizing protein. Protein is not just important for building muscle. Yes, it's very important for that, no doubt, but it's not just for people who want to build muscle. Protein has a high thermic effect, which just means it takes, it requires more energy of your body to break it down, digest it, all that good stuff, which means your body burns more calories trying to do that with protein. It's not a lot. It's a very small amount, but a very small amount over the course of six months is a lot. Okay. So prioritize your protein anywhere from 0.6 to one gram of protein per pound of body weight, very generally speaking. Now, if you are overweight or obese, you're probably not going to need that much. You can go on the lower end. If you're a lot leaner, stick to the higher end of that range generally, but you're going to have to figure out what works for you. Protein is also extremely satiating. It's very, very, very hard to overconsume on protein, right? Someone gives you a big 12 ounce steak. It's very hard to say, fantastic. I enjoyed that. Give me four more, <laughs> right? It's very, very satiating. And that's going to help regulate um, the, the, the chance of overconsumption, stuffing your face, eating excess calories. Okay. Not saying it's a magical solution, but it's another tool in your tool belt that will help you, um, manage your calorie intake because at the end of the day, the calories are important for the body fat to be lost. Right? So within that second one, point a, make sure you prioritize your protein. Now the third one, this is one that in my opinion is extremely underrated that not a lot of people talk about and it's lifestyle changes. 
Okay. We all want to talk about what the next best diet strategy is, calorie cycling, carb cycling, all that good stuff. But we rarely want to talk about tiny lifestyle changes just because they're not sexy and it doesn't seem like much. It's way easier to emotionally buy into something that seems hyped up, like it's the next best thing, rather than something that we've been doing for thousands of years. Okay. Walking. Find a way to increase your steps, increase your daily activity. It doesn't have to be a lot. It doesn't have to be 10,000 steps like everybody makes, you know, to be like some magical number for some reason. Just try to make a little bit more room for activity in your life than you had last week. So let's say you work a nine to five job. You're sitting at your desk. Someone asked me this question um, on the Q&A earlier this week. And, uh, you know, they're asking about a stand up desk. That could be something that you could do, or you could just say, all right, every 30 minutes, I'm going to stand up and I'm going to take a lap around the building or a lap around my house or every hour I'm going to walk for five to 10 minutes, something like that. Because those steps, let's say you take a hundred steps in that little session or even 50 and you do it four, five, six, seven times a day. That's going to add up to a lot more steps over the course of a week. Not only that, but you're also going to get used to having a more active lifestyle and that's going to make it easier to continue to do active things. If you, if your body begins to like learn to enjoy just being a couch potato, what do you think you're going to do more of? Be a couch potato. Okay. So get more activity in. Best way you can do that is through steps. Figure out what you already do in the day and find a way to add steps to it. A very common one, like I said, is working at the desk, get up every 30 minutes, set an alarm on your phone, whatever you need to do. Calendar reminder, whatever it is. Um, maybe you, you, you commute to work, you drive to work, you're not working from home anymore. And so instead of parking in the first spot, you can see you're actually going to park in the back of the parking lot and walk there. Guys, I know this stuff you're like kind of tuning out because you're thinking, well, it's just walking. It doesn't, it matters. Okay. It freaking matters. It's another thing in your tool belt that will help you lose body fat easier because it's a lot easier to consistently get 3000 more steps in the day than it is to do another 30 minutes of running on the treadmill. Okay. We have to think about the long game. Remember that if the method is unsustainable, the results are likely going to be unsustainable. So that's the last recommendation. All right. So let's go through these again. Number one is going to be resistance training with the intention of getting stronger and building muscle as you're working out. That doesn't have to be the end goal, but with that intention, as you're working out, number two is prioritizing whole natural nutrient dense foods. Okay. As well as protein as you do that. And number three, increasing your daily activity. Those three things in the context of a calorie deficit over time will greatly increase your ability. My dog just snored. You probably heard that in the background. <laughs> it will greatly increase your ability to lose body fat and reach the goals that you have in mind. Okay. But remember that calorie deficit has to be there over a period of time on average. All right. Great question. Guys, remember, if you have questions, you can send them in on Instagram. Go to my story. You'll see the question box on there every couple of days throughout the week. Submit your questions there. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with your friends and family. Spread the love. Let them know that this is where they can go to get all of their health, fitness, and nutrition questions answered. Oh my goodness, I cannot believe it is over already. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Hey, listen in. If you have a health and fitness goal that you are trying to reach, 
I don't know what else to say other than to say it must be a match made in heaven. If you didn't know already, Pullman Fitness exists to transform the body, mind, and spirit through personal coaching and sustainable fitness plans for any stage of life. So, if you want to reach your goals, build sustainability, and enjoy life all at the same time, you guys got to check out Premier Coaching at Pullman Fitness. From custom-tailored programming to 24-7 access to your personal coach, you'll have everything that you need to succeed. You guys can find out a lot more about Premier Coaching as well as our membership program at PullmanFitness.com. Hey, if you enjoyed the show, share the love by leaving a five-star review and introducing the podcast to your friends and family. As always, thank you so much for listening, and until next time, this is The podcast.